Hello, everyone. I'm Jill Ingalls, and I'm a practitioner for the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock. It is a joy to be with you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Today, we have we the very talented Theta Phoenix as our musician. As many of you know, Theta is an intuitive singer who often sings songs for us that she spontaneously writes on the spot during service. It's very amazing. With her angelic voice and beautiful instruments, she performs and does sound healing work. Please welcome the wonderful Theta. The sunlight is shining on me. It's a beautiful, beautiful day in our hearts gathering together. create 
Theta. That was absolutely beautiful. Led by love. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much. I'd really appreciate it, Theta, if you put your website in the chat for us so our people here can connect with your soul nourishing music and voice and remain connected with you. Thank you so much. Now I'd like to offer a warm welcome to any first-time guests. And we have some today. Welcome, welcome to our beautiful center. It's a privilege and an honor to have you with us today. Let us know that in the chat that you, where you are Zooming in from and enjoy. Thank you so much. I think you're actually, a lot of you are part of the Reverend Jerry fan club, and that's wonderful. We are with you on that. As we begin our gathering today as settlers on this land, we are honored to live and operate on the traditional ancestral and unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples. We thank the first peoples who continue to live on these lands and care for them, along with the waters and all that is above and below. At CSL White Rock, we are an inclusive spiritual community and learning center. We teach spiritual principles and offer tools to use in all areas of our lives on a regular and consistent basis. When we live by principle, life flows easier, choices are clearer, and seeming miracles are everyday occurrences. There is wonder in every day just waiting for us to live it. So let's do it. Oh, we are so thrilled today. We have Reverend Jerry Hudson joining us today. And Reverend Jerry Hudson found religious science in 1997. Although Reverend Jerry was raised with a strict Baptist, Pentecostal, and evangel... Here we go. <laughs> you know, I ch checked this word out before, and I said it uh, beautifully before, but it's not coming out for me. But I know Jerry will, Reverend Evangelical. Jerry will thank you. Thank you. <laughs> evangelical. There we go. The evangelical family, she had a spiritual awakening at the age of 11. She realized that God must come to everyone in a way they can understand. If you were a little girl in Alabama, you got Jesus. If you were a little girl in China, you got Buddha. Wow, 11, imagine. 40 years later, while listening to Daniel Neyman's song, One Power, she understood that she had to come home to herself. And much like the Jews of the Old Testament, she had spent her own 40 years wandering in the desert. Within a year, she knew she was being called to ministry. Reverend Jan Jerry is passionate about God religious science, art, music, and family. She is a member of CSL Seattle, where she is a minister of prayer and care for the practitioners and president of the board of trustees. 
Reverend Jerry lives with her three cats and two wives in Seattle. She delights in speaking, teaching, and leading a spiritual practice every day at 7 a.m. Please join me in welcoming Reverend Jerry. Ah, that was an amazing opening between the meditation and the music. Wow, I'm just, I'm feeling a little floaty at the moment. Oh, God's good, isn't it? So I was thinking about this topic, pause for the cause, and I thought it was pretty interesting in, in light of everything that we've been doing for the last two years. Like everything seems to have been on the big pause button. March of 20, the work that I did for 28 years, and I loved it. I loved it every time I did it. Pause button. Sorry. Pause. Want to go see your mother? Pause. Visit your friends and family? Pause. Oh, it's just been, it's been hard, hasn't it? It's been kind of hard. It's been a lot going on, gee whiz. And I've had a lot of emotions about it. A lot of emotions. I remember one day I was like, I just want to go to the movies. Oh, pause. <laughs> Could I just sit in the dark and be entertained? <sighs> and all these emotions. I lost my sister last year. I couldn't do things I wanted to do. I couldn't go to the convention this year because of this stupid pause that we're in. I'm just gonna call it stupid. That's what it feels like. I saw the other day a, a sign that said, in case you've forgotten, it's Blur's Day, the 14th of Maprilay. And that's kind of what it feels like. <sighs> so I'm here today to tell you there's a different experience that can be had in the pause. And it's life affirming and it's uplifting. Now the mind is a curious little organ. Sometimes I'm like, God, what were you thinking? You gave me this mind. There's a lot of schools of thought that say, you know, we should get control of our mind and get control over our ego. And that's not the school of thought I sit in. I celebrate my mind. I celebrate all its squirreliness, its easily distractedness. I celebrate the way it thinks. I celebrate the curiosity that's there. So in its divine design, it put this mind in us, but it gave us the power to use our mind, not control it, to use it. To be able to speak truth through the power of our mind and the power of our word. Being able to do that gives us the power to control our emotions. 
So I have discovered the antidote. That's what I'm calling it. It's an antidote to all of this crazy, all of the emotions over the last couple of years, you know, like the years before, especially for Americans, weren't bad enough. <laughs> we had to have COVID on top of it. <sighs> Are you ready for the antidote? Are you sitting down? Are you ready? It's the pause. It's the pause. It is the antidote to all of it. It is the antidote to the crazy making. It's the antidote to anger and disappointment and loss and whatever it has been that has been happening for you. See, when we're, when we pause, we're at choice. And I, you know, I haven't seen it lately, but we used to have this tagline, awake, aware at choice at CSL. Uh, do we still have that? No? Well, used to be on like bumper stickers and stuff. Awake, aware at choice. The pause gives us the ability to be at choice and to decide. In not pausing, we're just at the mercy of our thoughts. We're at the mercy of what our thoughts create. So think about pausing in a different way. In lots of spiritual teachings, it's in the Bible several times, it's in our book several times, be still and know that I am God. Sometimes that be still feels a little parental. Be still. <laughs> you crazy kids, be still. <laughs> right? So the other day, it was like, yeah, let's just change that. Let's change it to pause. Pause and know that I am peace. Pause and know that I am love, that I am intelligence, that I am oneness, that I am joy. Pause and know, not think or hope, pause and come to know the truth. In uh, Science of Mind, all, all my references today will be Science of Mind, okay? So on page 369, Ernest wrote, let us learn to be still and let truth speak through us. Let us learn to be still and let truth speak through us. So there's two, two ways that I'm going to talk about pausing today. The first one is to realize and the second one is to recognize. And it's not just realizing God, that's all good. And yes, I want you to do that. But the first thing you got to realize is what the heck are you thinking? You got to pause and go, what am I thinking? What am I believing? What am I not believing in? Now, I don't know about you. But my friends will tell you that I can run down a road. 
I can get a burr under my saddle. As my grandmother used to say, I can get on my high horse. And I can run down that road and rant and rave, and it can be in, in an instant. I have turned away from the truth, and I'm running down a road to nowhere with a big old load on my mind. And the pause gives me time to see the big detour sign. It's a big sign. It's like detour, stop, make a left. And when you see the detour, don't argue with it. Like some friends of mine argue with their GPS. Don't say, oh, I know this road's good. No, it's not. See the detour and take it. Take that detour. Take that detour, take that pause. There's a thing I like to use called the three, four, seven breath. You breathe in for three, hold for four, out for seven. It's a great pause. You're in the middle of something, you're running down the road, do a three, four, seven. Do several of them if you need to, but stop yourself. Because if you don't, you are down the road and far, far away from the experience that you want to live. The pause allows that truth to speak. So we have to pause and not just go, oh, I'm pausing. We have to do something. We have to start affirming the truth. What is true here? Where is God in this? Oh, that question's really, really good. Where is God in this? Look for it. You will find it. If it involves another person, look for the angel of God's presence in that person. You'll find it if you look for it. But remember, the verse says, let us learn to be still. So how do we learn? How do we learn it? We're, we're so busy going on autopilot. How do we learn to be still? Simple answer, the same way we, we've learned everything else in our life, we practice it. We have to practice it. We learn to walk. We got up on wobbly legs and found our balance and took some steps and fell down and got back up until we learned to walk. We learned to speak. We learned to sing. We learned to do the work that we love. We learned different languages. Everything we've ever done we've learned. So it's not too late. You're not too old. It has not passed you by this chance to learn, but you have to practice it. We're students of the science of mind. You get that? We're students. Okay. So this book, the science of mind, we should be using it. Don't let it be some book you bought for a class. 
this is a treasure. This is a, a, a map to happiness and joy and understanding and grace and forgiveness. I mean, it's, yes, you can see, I love this book. I have, I have found so many wonderful things here that have guided me into the pause and kept me in the pause. Now, when we're running down the road, don't we love to tell a story? Oh, don't we love to tell the story? Yep. I'm going to tell all my friends of how that person hurt my feelings and how I was this and they were that and yeah, yeah, yeah. We're always telling the story. We're always telling the story of the experience that we don't want to have. And I'm telling you, quit telling the story. Quit it. Just stop today. My wife always says, tell a better story. So we're in the pause, we're at choice. We're not telling the story, we're at choice to see the truth. We're looking for God and we're finding it. Trust me, you will find it. God's not hiding. God's not playing hide and seek with us. Uh, but here's the thing, life is still gonna happen. Another variant comes along. God help us. I hope not, but it might. Someone is going to say something. We're going to get our feelings hurt. People are going to get sick. People are going to disappoint us. We're going to disappoint ourselves. Life's going to happen. We're in a human experience. It's going to happen. But the more we practice the pause, the more. Finding God will rise up in place of what's happening. Instead of getting lost in the story of how awful something is, we go to the truth and the pause. We go to the truth. We find God. And our life is different in that moment. It's not something that's becoming. In that moment, life is different. And the more we do it, the more quickly we turn to God. The more we do it, the more we really come to understand who we are, the truth of our being, that we are made in the image and likeness of God. I like to say it like this, we are made in the power and the potential, in the ability and the possibility of all that we understand of God. That's why we should pause. Realize what we're doing, stop doing it and find God. That's pause number one. The second one, the second one is to recognize the presence of God in the moment. The other day in uh, 
365 Science of Mind. Uh, I don't have it handy, but if you don't have that daily devotional book, buy it. It's fantastic. So on February 3rd, he wrote, where God is recognized, there is life. Where the power of God is realized, there is action. Where the goodness of God is acknowledged, there is peace. Recognize, realize, and acknowledge. So let's do a practice. Let's do a practice right now. Are you with me? So you don't have to close your eyes or anything. You can if you want. Think about last week. Okay. Sunday to Saturday last week. Let three wonderful things that happened in your week to you come to mind. Three of them. I can't see all of you, so I'm just going to assume that some good happened in your week last week. Now, of those three, pick the most wonderful. Feel it. Remember it. All the details. What was God revealing to you in that moment. It wasn't just luck or happenstance. It was God revealing itself to you for your benefit. What was God revealing? Was it love? Peace? Intelligence? Joy, my favorite? Oh, I love me some joy. I love when God's not, look, I'm joy, right? It reveals itself, but we have to stop and recognize that it's doing it. Not just be like, wow, that was good. Why was it good? Because God is good. Now, one of my greatest joys is to see clients. And I can't tell you how many times I have been with a client that I've seen multiple times and they're telling me a demonstration of the power of prayer, the power of putting our word into law and it's just, oh, and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, wait a second, wait a second. Do you, did, did you hear what you just said? Do you recognize that this is a demonstration? And they'll be like, Oh, right. We have to train ourselves to recognize the presence of God. And not just like, oh, when I'm in meditation, that's great. Meditate, fantastic. But in everyday living, in the life that's happening, we have to recognize where God shows itself. On page 471, Ernest wrote, Spirit flows through us to the level that we recognize it. 
So the more we recognize it, the greater the flow of spirit. We are turning the spigot open. The more we recognize it, the more it can reveal itself. The more it reveals itself, the more we recognize it. It's just this fabulous, wonderful loop. And then stuff happens and you go, no, no, nope. What do I believe? Shh, pause, stop, take the detour. Where's God? Stop, take the detour. Where's God? And when we do that, the hard things in life are easier to take. Let me just put it that way. Because some of these things are really hard. Burying my sister was freaking hard. But knowing that the God within me was with me every moment of that allowed me to remain in love and to be comforted when I needed it. That comfort's there. For me, it's the comfort of knowing that I'm not alone. Not alone. You're not alone. You haven't been alone for one solitary moment of your life. Not one. I want to encourage you to tell your friends about God. Tell your friends. When you recognize that God has revealed itself, tell your friends about it. Tell your family, tell your coworkers. God just revealed itself as love to me. Well, look at that. Oh my gosh, look at the intelligence of God right there. Did you see that? Right? Don't hide the light, share the light. Those that will receive it will receive it. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who we think that should be or could be. Just reveal it. Let spirit flow through you and increase your experience of all that is, of the I amness of God that is present. Pause and know I am. We have to be in it. We have to be in it. We can't be passive. We can't be bystanders. I mean, why are you here, right? Why are you here on a Sunday morning? Because there's something calling you to be awake, aware, and that choice, as we said in the beginning, right? There's something that's called you to a deeper awareness of yourself and a deeper awareness of God. God involves itself. It didn't just put you on this earth and go, off you go. See you sometime. Call me if you need me. No, it involves itself with us every step of the way to the level that we recognize it. It gets to involve itself more and more and more.
I think my favorite passage in Science of Mind, I'm going to leave you with this. My favorite passage in Science of Mind is on page 290. Oh, oh, it's so good. Are you ready? Everything necessary. Everything necessary for the full and complete expression of the most bountiful experience of joy is mine now. Everything, not some, not a little, everything necessary for the full and complete expression. Not God going, oh, here's a little of me. Here's a little of me. Hope you like it. The full and complete expression of the most bountiful experience of joy is mine now. Now I use that. That's just not some passage in this book. I use it. And I encourage you to start using that passage in the pause. What's happening? What's happening? Oh, what do I need? I need peace. Then it's everything necessary for the full and complete expression of the most bountiful experience of peace is mine now, of intelligence, of unity, of harmony, of balance, of order, whatever it is. If you pause and stand in the truth of that. Now, after Ernest wrote that, he says, we should be saying this every day. And then he says in caps, something like, know it, see it, and believe it. Now, when he uses all caps, I always think he's kind of yelling at me like, hey, are you listening? Hey, hello, are you listening to me? Say this every day. What would happen? What would happen for us if we paused and said that every day, that we met whatever was happening in life with that, that blessed assurance that God is alive within us and wants to be involved with us. But it's up to us to say yes. So pause, be at choice, pause, learn, pause, recognize, pause, be re-minded, re-minded of what is true. I hope you'll use that little practice. Oh, it's powerful. You start speaking truth, nothing can rise up against it. Jesus said, you will, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. Emma Curtis Hopkins said, if you're not free, you haven't spoken the truth. Speak truth in the pause. Give yourself the luxury of the pause. Don't run down the road. And if you find yourself there, take a detour. Okay, let's pray. Oh, I start in gratitude. 
I started in gratitude for words from decades ago that are alive. Words from centuries and centuries ago that are alive. But there is a power and a presence and it is called God. And it is life itself. There is one life and that life is God. And it's perfect and it's mine and it's yours. No more or no less, always fully present as life and love and every other thing I could think of on this earth. God is, I am. And I pause here to let those words be answered with a yes, of course. God is, I am. And if God is, and we are, then every possibility, every possibility of this experience of God is open to us. Whatever it is that has run you down a road, put the I am there. Stand in the truth of your being. And say it to yourself right now. Whatever it is that you need to remember, to be reminded, say it to yourself. Say it out loud. Say it often. And I join you in that practice as we learn to be still and let truth speak, as we learn to recognize the power and the presence in the moment that God is expressing in us, as us, through us, for us, by us, and with us as it involves itself in every detail of our life. So knowing that our word is power, knowing that there is a divine plan of creation and that I plant my words in that plan, which we call law, I plant them now. And knowing that truth rises up Truth rises into experience. Truth says, here, here am I. For this, I am so grateful. So I let it go. I just let God do it. And so it is. 
If you have been nourished by our gathering, especially today, it was just very enlightening. As well as our weekly and monthly programs, including circles, gifts of all sizes are welcomed. What a lovely, lovely demonstration of the law of circulation to receive and to give. Beautiful. Know that your contribution makes a positive difference. There are three ways to give. You can mail it or you can um, give online. You can go to our website and give online. Or you can, there's one other thing, there's one other one in there too. <clears throat> go to the donate page of our website by mail and by e-transfer. Beautiful. And please join me in declaring our prosperity affirmation. Divine love, love within blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. And so it is.